Between the Sheets with Anil. Welcome back between the sheets. Yeah, it's a good time to go between the sheets, isn't it? So welcome. What are we going to do tonight? We're going to talk about hopeless relationships. <laughs> You're all thinking, "Oh, how did he know?" Yeah, we're we're all we're all involved in hopeless relationships. And uh that's what we're going to talk about tonight. I was just wondering how many people stay in a relationship that they know won't work out long term, you know? Is it loveless? Is there no future for it? Are you in this relationship because you just don't want to be alone all by yourself? It's just that you're used to having somebody here and you're hoping that this would work out. Hope is a very key word here. Are you in a relationship that you know is going nowhere but you're in it because well maybe you're waiting for somebody, the right person to come by. Is your relationship like this? Have you been in one before? How did you get out? And these relationships could also go out to friendships. And it's like uh you know you Have you ever fired a friend before? When I say fired a friend, I mean like in a job that you fire somebody from their jobs. Now, have you fired somebody, for, you know, as a friend? Why? What made you do that? Were you pretty sure that that friendship was going nowhere? So, hopeless relationships, they could cover a large canvas here. So, don't be restricted. It's not just about your intimate ones. Of course, we'd like to speak about that because a lot of us are in those intimate relationships that are hopeless. No future. But we continue to hope that there is a future. What do you say? And there's no stigma. Well, there's nothing wrong in saying, "Okay, I I'm in a hopeless relationship." It's just a realization. A realization that, you know, you can talk about. It's no big deal. The first step to any solutions of a problem is to first acknowledge there's a problem, then talk about it. Because sometimes the problem, what you see in your mind is something huge. When you hear yourself actually talk about it, it's really not that much. most times it seems oh is this what i was worried about and it's and you speak to somebody who's pretty much you know you don't know them it's easier to get out of you know i'm not judging you because i don't know you i've never seen you never been anywhere near you so it's okay i have a few things i could say about it maybe you like it maybe you don't so there's no harm no foul yeah i'd like to do a show later about having you know do you have a phone boyfriend or phone girlfriend you know that you've never met anywhere else but on the phone and you do it all you know cry laugh play what do you think i'm talking about <laughs> are you in a hopeless relationship that you know won't work long term a relationship that you think has serious issues is loveless and or just know that they need to end because they don't not going anywhere like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store back we'd love to uh, get a big uh, shout out from all of you if you're a first time listener if this is the first time you're coming in we'd love to talk to you about your hopeless relationships tonight every week by the way we do different topics okay it's kind of easy so that we can focus on a few things in our lives i mean it's very easy to come out here and say okay let's talk about whatever is on your mind and suddenly there's nothing in your mind so it's kind of easy to bring some focus so tonight it's about hopeless relationships Now a relationship that is being perceived on the basis of hope is a very sensitive situation it's pretty delicate okay the hope uh, comes from wanting something needing something but at the same time you probably know that you're not going to get it from that relationship 
So, well, I'd say that's a hopeless one. But at what point do you write it off as hopeless? And to, at what point do you say, yeah, I still have hope. I can change him or her. She will or he will come around and it'll all get better. And until then, you just hang on. I mean, very often we close our eyes to the reality of this hopelessness in the relationship because we, you know, we don't want to face uh, another reality that is loneliness. You'd rather be in a hopeless one than be in a lonely one. Or perhaps you're in a situation where you're thinking he uh, is going to change, he's going to give you exactly what you're looking for. Uh, on the other hand, you as a, as a guy, you're hoping that, you know, she comes around, she's going to take care of your needs and whatever you do, but you're investing, you continue to invest and then suddenly a few years go by, a few months, and, and, you're, and if you're, depending on how young or old you are, a few months or a few years uh, could mean the same thing. But you continue with it. Are you in one of those kinds of relationships? Let's talk about that. You know, call me, let me know. I know a lot of people in these relationships. Lots and lots of them. Are you in one of them? I mean, we have a long list of, you know, I want this, I want that, I want this, and I, you know, it's a list, it's a laundry list of the kind of person you want on the other side, uh, who you would like to have a relationship with. And the moment you find one or two of them, you just, just dive right in, at least to meet part of your expectations. In the top 10 must-have characteristics or, you know, attributes, that person probably has too, but the other important ones don't exist, but you still get in. And that's when disappointment kicks in and then you probably get out of that relationship, move on. But no, it didn't happen so easily. You, you, hang, you hung on, you just stayed on and on and on until a little meteor came and hit you on your head and you say, hey, wait a minute, where'd all that time go and who, I, who was I with? What was I looking for in the first place? You, you, you're in it long enough that you, don't, that you lose sight of what it, is, what it is that you really wanted in the first place. A lot of people uh, were and are in hopeless relationships with me I, I'm pretty sure of that uh, you know they're sweet to tell me that no it's not but I know it <laughs> I mean sometimes my wife and I think we're in a hopeless relationship we're still trying to make up our mind if it is or not and I don't, I'm not kidding I'm not even being fastidious here we get those ups and downs we get those highs and lows where we rethink and say hey what's going on so it's it's pretty common it's very common that most of you don't recognize it. And it's also very common that you do and move on eventually. And it's even more common that you jump right into another one. It's almost like you got a pattern going. Hi, welcome to the show. What's your name? Hi, this is Sarshna. Oh my God. Is it, is it that? Is it, is it? I only know one girl with that name. <laughs> yeah, it's me. Sorry about I've my voice. Ah, you, you sound sexy, baby. I know it's not nighttime for you, but sure is here. So suddenly it's, it's funny how voices become sexier at night. <laughs> no, it's it's the flu. It's the flu going around here. It's not the nighttime. It's flu the, it's going around enough. here. Now tell me, are you uh, here? Meaning, is it still here as in it used to be here? In the United States. And I in the United States. Why is it the United States and not the India? <laughs> <laughs> you need to ask that to Sri Devi. I don't know. <laughs> Hey, so uh, India is so quiet. Why? I was like, I, I just tu uh, tuned in and. Uh, you mean India's India's not calling me anymore, huh? Yeah. Why? Well, it India wakes quite up like that here. I know. See, I had a. Okay, so are you going to introduce yourself? Uh, oh my God, where have you been all these years? <laughs> I was here only. You moved out of here. <laughs> you Damn. moved back to India, so. I was around here. I've been here. I'm still here. So, what was the topic? The hopeless relationship? That's a good topic, actually. Have you been in one? Are you in one? Oh, <laughs> many. Several. 
<laughs> and what made them hopeless? <laughs> and what? Know, and, and how long did you stick you to it? It depends. It depends on your age. You know, if you're too young, you're going to wait uh, longer. And if you're not that young, you cross 30, you're not going to wait. You get mature. And you're like, okay, forget it. You're still <laughs> waiting for me? Forget that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, you're, you're over 30, so that answers everything. Yes, you're not waiting for me. You've moved on. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> no, you know, the thing is, like, it, I, I don't know. It just totally depends on the circumstances, like what you are in. And probably, like, you know, I think serious relationships are less than uh, hopeless. So you get more into hopeless relationship than serious So why? So, we, uh, okay, I don't know how many you've been in, but can you pick one and remember one and tell me at what point you found out that it became hopeless or it was hopeless or did you always know it was hopeless? Why? What were the signs? Uh, I was 15. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I fell in love with this guy who was, like, 29 years old. And he was a doctor. My father was were a you doctor, all, too. Were you always into older guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what happened, this, what happened to this one? Is, this one, I told my mom that I like this guy, and I, I would like to marry you when I'm a little older. At 15, and okay. She, yeah, and she's like, by the time you're old enough, he will have kids. And it didn't work out because this guy used to call me beta and I was in India that time. Uh, yeah, that's never a good thing when somebody calls you beta. In fact, that's what I, I you know, the joke is that Saif Ali Khan would call Karina when, this, when he first got married to Amrita Singh and then eventually <laughs> ended up marrying her. <laughs> you know, it's, it's their own choice. I, I, I know, but no did you actually have a relationship though? Oh, me? Yeah, with this guy, I mean. With the, with the 29-year-old? Yeah. No, he didn't. He didn't. No, so that was a crush more than anything else. Yeah, but I felt it felt like a relationship to me. In your head, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, in my end. No, but did you? But did you? Were you ever in a in a in a relationship? I mean, like in an, an adult relationship, which was intimate, that uh, you thought had some future, and ended up at the uh, you know in the long run, like, hey, w w what's going on? Or, you know, did you feel like you were in a hopeless one, or didn't want to acknowledge or deny that this was actually hopeless? But you kept going on and on, hanging in there, thinking things, things will change. Things will change. <laughs> One day. Oh, you're still in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And don't dig me, man. <laughs> I'm shy. I'm a shy person. Don't dig me in. <laughs> Yeah, you're shy. All right, so you're still in a hopeless relationship. Which one is this? Is this a uh, is it a married one or a non-married one? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I should have hidden my my name. I have folks there in India. They must be hearing the show. Oh uh, no, not really. <laughs> yeah, no, I think in India. Your, your folks in India yeah. are not listening to my show. Be sure of that. Why? Because they don't know about it. First of all, they don't know about. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe not. they're probably asleep by now. Oh, really? Hey, so, I mean, I don't know why it's so quiet there. Why people are not opening up? Well, they're called. They start, they come to life around 11 o'clock. It's only 10.30 oh. now. I'm going to be in meeting that time. Hey, so, girls, come on. <laughs> Kick in. <laughs> yeah, or guys. I mean, you think guys are not in hopeless relationships? You know, actually, guys, we, we are in less of, they are, we are in less of them because to us, any relationship is good. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you as know, long as like, we have one, that's good enough. <laughs> that's exactly, and like you know, they will get into another hopeless. So they'll just keep looking for like you know one or the other. So it doesn't matter for them. But women are a little different, you know. 
I don't know. Every every person is different, and time has been changed now. You know, um, they are more open and they are more op- open about themselves. And then, get before getting into relationship, they make themselves clear that you know they don't want any future out of this relationship. So. Yes, you see, you bring a you bring a whole different angle to this. Is where somebody actually tells you. See, very often, I at least uh, I've seen and and been through is you know you you're you're upfront. Tell them, listen, this is exactly how much I need, what I need. And on the other side, they're thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. We to ham bolde, or bad me isko change kar lenge. I will change hota nahi hai. And then you're going down the wrong path again of a hopeless relationship. Yeah, there are many out there. So you know. You can't, you can't just pick one. There are many out there. But yeah, I mean, I had been doing, to be honest, actually two. One was one was more like a crush, and one was like a relationship, sort of. But um, yeah, it didn't work out. So the 29-year-old guy at your 15 uh, was the crush, and and the other one was a relationship that lasted long enough that you thought had a future and didn't work out. No, I did. I never thought it was going to have a future. I thought it was going to just go like that, but it didn't go like that. You just you ended up getting married, huh? <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> I married to a perfect guy. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Sure. Yeah. I made sure the guy. <laughs> he's perfect, perfect now. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's been perfect since the beginning. Okay. Yeah, mine was love marriage. It was not like arranged marriage, but I I'm not against arranged marriage too, you know. It's okay. Well, all right, Sachna. I guess uh, you're in uh, on the other side of the world, and you've got things to do. Where we are just winding down and going, uh, you know, putting our heads between our sheets. <laughs> hey, I like the name of the show, though. Come on, it's nice uh, talking to you. Likewise, good to hear from you. Well, it's been how many years now since we've talked? You know, and she, uh, by the way, guys, if you're just listening in, now she used to be a regular caller on my show called Anil Kiavaz when I was in America, and I, you know, I was. And oh boy, we had some interesting conversations. So, well, thanks for coming back. Thank you. All right, and uh, take care of that flu now. All right, you take care. Bye now. Good night, sweetie. Bye. We had to uh, start the show off from the call overseas. <laughs> like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Well, welcome back between the sheets. Of course, I'm still waiting for uh, for this topic to sink in. क्या सोचते हैं आप आप कोई ऐसी relationship में हो जहाँ पर आपको लगता है कि ये जा नहीं रहा कहीं? And at the same time, आप ये भी सोच रहे होंगे नहीं नहीं ये ठीक हो जाएगा अब कुछ down सा चल रहा है बाद में आप ही हो जाएगा और ये ऐसे सोच सोच के हफ्ते गुजर जाते हैं महीने गुजर जाते हैं तो ऐसी उम्मीद में कि ये ठीक हो जाएगा और नहीं जी वो ठीक हो जाएगा आल इज़ वेल क्या वैसे रिश्ते में थे कभी या ऐसे रिश्ते में अब हो इसके बारे में बात करने में कोई या ऐसे कोई हिचकिचाट नहीं होनी चाहिए अगर है तो आप ज़रा फिर से सोचें ये तो नॉर्मल है पर इससे निकलने का कोई तरीका कोई उपाय है आपके पास या था या आपको चाहिए आपकी आवाज या आपकी ये समस्या सुनकर फोन करेंगे 
अपनी एक समस्या की ये जो हल है एक अपने समस्या का जो हल था वो आपके साथ भी शेयर करेंगे यू लाइव बिटवीन द शीट्स माई नेम इज अनिल आई वॉन्ट नो वट योर नेम इज आई यू इन होपलेस रिलेशनशिप डू यू फाइंड योर रिलेशनशिप टू बी लिटल होपलेस वेयर यू नो हाउ डू यू डिफाइन इट फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल देर इज वन डेफिनेशन दैट इट कंटिन्यूसली ब्रिंग्स नेगेटिविटी नेगेटिविटी एंड कॉन्फ्लिक्ट इन योर लाइफ रिगार्डलेस ऑफ हाउ मच यूर एबल टू हैंडल इट आई मीन आई यू गेटिंग your needs met in that relationship far more often than you know maybe never or once in a while welcome between the sheets hi what's your name i'm neha hello neha how are you um okay fine <laughs> okay fine yeah all right so you're fine thank you okay so what brings you here you in a hopeless relationship you want to talk huh? about that i said are you in a, are you in a hopeless relationship um not relationship as such but a friendship You're in a hopeless friendship. friendship. Okay, so what about this? Oh, so tell me about this friendship. Uh, okay, this friendship is about uh, two years back. Hey, listen, are you are you uh, are you talking into uh, hands-free? Yeah, yeah. Can you just take your phone straight into your ear and face? <laughs> Because see, what's happening is your mic, right? Okay, okay, just hold on. Your mic's taking in all that air from your speaking, and it's kind of amplifying it. Yeah, is it fine now? Oh yeah, much better. And again, this is more more for the others who are listening, and you know, I'm going to give them a better experience than than just noisy phone calls. Now, perfect, fine? perfect. Thank you very much for that. Welcome. So yeah, just describe your friendship. What's this about? Yeah, I've been an obsessed friendship rather. Okay, and why do you call it obsessed? Um, because I'm not able to get over that person, and uh, there's a reason behind it. No, so you were friends before, and you're not now. Um, I cannot say that. As in, he is a very moody person. So he's friends when he wants to be, and not when he doesn't. Yes. And and you are sticking on to this with the hope that every time it's like you know, I'd like to see his good mood and be his friend when he's ready to be my yes, friend. Uh, and you're waiting there. Yes, I'm just waiting, waiting, waiting. It's like you're waiting in that park bench, and every time he wants to play with you, comes to the park. Every time he doesn't, he goes away. Yeah, While you still wait in the park. Uh, I want to tell you the reason. Why? Uh, initially, like two years back. Mm-hmm. Um, I went through a very bad phase in my life, and, and I had no, I had hardly any friends, hardly any friends, actually no friends as such. Mm-hmm. And then uh, at that point of time, we kind of uh, we became friends through Facebook, and then after that, uh, I shared, I poured my heart out to him. And he's always been very non-judgmental, nice, and he talks to me very nicely. And he still does. He's never been judgmental. Mm-hmm. And I had some sexual problems in my life, and I told everything to him. What's and that mean? Sexual problems in your life? Meaning? Is um. Oh, you don't okay. have to talk about it if you don't want. It's not relevant. But no, no, it's okay. I, I like I went through incest, child sexual abuse, rape, and everything. Like that. Oh, so, you say it so casually. You what? Incest, child sexual abuse, and rape. Yes. Oh God. All right. And and, uh, and I have no friends, honestly, and I still don't have any. So you're just and hanging on to this ray of sunshine every time it comes out of the clouds, just so. Yes, because I'm very lonely, and and my loneliness, and I've been a person suffering from. 
psychiatric problems also. Well, sweetie, I'm not surprised with all that stuff that you've been through. And are you getting help for that first? Yeah, I'm going through counseling. Oh, that's good. Is it helping? Yeah. Really? Yeah, kind of. It's not, huh? It's helpful, but sometimes I get very maniac and depressive both. Hmm. So, you know. So how do you how do you stay busy? I mean, do you keep your mind occupied when, or do you find when your mind is wandering that you get into these bouts of depression? Uh, I just now I'm presently at my home in Bihar, and uh, I play with kids. I read books, and but at night I'm not able to concentrate on anything. Well, that's a good time to go to fall asleep. You know, do you do you get to sleep very often? Not really. Not without my medicines. Ah, you're, you're God. You're one of those that's dependent on medicines now. Not uh, because um, uh, I'm dependent on medicines because I have a bipolar disorder. So see, I, uh, look, I, I'm I'm no professional, but yeah, yeah. I'm just going to say something. Now, when you keep telling yourself you have all these problems, and others will keep telling you you have these problems, they'll give you medicines to it. They'll get you addicted to some temporary fix. You're just spiraling into something that's never going to come up. Now, if you really want to get out of it. You've got to make you've got to make the same effort to keep saying positive things about who you are, what you are, and how you feel. Go into go into things, um, you know, like meditation, yoga. I don't know if you've done it already. It's not like I'm saying it's a quick fix, but I'm saying these are things that will give you some inner strength. And I think now that's exactly what you need is inner strength, not somebody else giving it to you from the outside, but someone inside that's giving it to you, and that's you. So the more you keep saying, oh, I'm bipolar, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, you're going to depend on who that is you are, that you think. You know, I want to tell you something. Uh, when I was in a relationship with this person, mm-hmm. uh, he was very clear from the very beginning that uh, if he's going to make love to me, he's not going to, uh, he's not going to love me. Okay, so wait, wait a minute. Uh, are you on a postpaid or a prepaid? You are balanced? I'm on a prepaid. So you have enough balance? I think I do. Like for like a minute? Yeah, I do. Okay, so just hold on a minute, all right? Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Welcome back between the sheets. My name is Anil. Uh, we're talking about hopeless relationships, uh, all kinds of relationships that uh, seem hopeless to you. Maybe they're not. Maybe they are. But let's talk about it, right? Neha, welcome back. So, yeah, we were talking about your boyfriend who... Uh, he's not your boyfriend. He's just a friend, right? Yeah, just friendship. But, but the friendship he wants to make... Uh, uh, I wouldn't say make love, but he wants to have sex with you, but with no commitments. Yeah. He says, I won't fall in love with you, but I'd love to, yeah, you know, fornicate with you. Yeah. Okay, and how does that make you feel? Um, I literally felt very cherished for the first time in my life. You felt what? Cherished. Cherished? Yes. Because he said he'll uh, have sex with you but will not fall in love with you? No, not because of that. Then f- why would you feel cherished? Because I didn't feel disrespected when he was there. Okay, so considering now that I know the, the you know a, a very brief history of your... Yeah. Your past sexual trauma, this seemed more like a welcome change where at least you're happy that it could happen as yeah. opposed to those da- those times when you were forced onto it. Yes. Okay, I so... Feel, uh, he 
session, I felt very cherished. I never felt uh, that he never did anything that I never said yes to or didn't say yes to. So I felt very respected. And and in that, uh, that time, I felt that maybe things would change. What things would change? <clears throat> Excuse me. Somehow I felt that maybe he would change. So you, th- you thought, you know, when you give in to him, um, he may change his mind, want more, get more involved with you? Yeah. And it, that didn't happen? Yeah, then after some time, you know, his girlfriend came back to his life. Oh, he had a girlfriend, all right. Okay. Uh, and then he told me very honestly that, uh, uh, see, she's come back. Uh, I don't know how to manage between um, two girls. I've never done that in my life. You will always be my friend. So, does, so now he's back with that girl as as, yeah. as a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship while you and he uh, now share a friendship. Does he still come back to have uh, sex with you? No, not at all. That, so that's closed. That's finished. Yeah, that's finished once and for all. Okay. No, I don't crave for that, but I crave for his friendship because uh, I share my mind, whatever is running in my mind. So I've never he, been he's, very comfortable. I've not been ever comfortable sharing whatever. So he's like someone uh, who listens to you and you're able to speak your heart out without having to yes, yes, think about the it. Truth. Yeah, that's mm. that's valuable. Uh, I pour my heart to him only. And so, wh- so why do you think this relationship is hopeless then? Um, because, I don't know, uh, due to some um, mistake, like, you know, um, his girlfriend was uh, wondering who is this girl constantly calling him. And, you know, uh, I have this uh, habit, I get very obsessed. If he's not picking up the call, I keep on calling him, calling him, till the time he picks up the call. And then his girlfriend was wondering, who's this girl who keeps on calling him? And she once asked for explanation that, who is she? And then he explained that, you know, she's been through some trauma and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm there with her as a friend and nothing more than that. Mm. And then one Christmas night, this Christmas night, actually what happened? Um... I, uh, her friend, her girlfriend called, and I happened to call him, call her, and say, how are you, and we were talking, but I didn't intend to call him to know where he was and what is what he was doing, mm-hmm. but they, they happened to meet and stuff like that, and, and then he got very pissed that, you know, I'm like, uh, kind of uh, inquiring about what is happening in his life and everything, and which, is, which was not my intention. Oh, and then after that, he's gone very angry with me and he's not talking to me after that day. Oh, that's sad. And after that, I've been crying. And I don't feel good about anything. And this friend is in the same town as you or is he long distance? No, he's in Delhi. Okay, long distance then. No, but I, I do stay in Noida as such, but I, I come back home for winters. Delhi ki sardi nahi sajati? Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, hmm. So and hopeless no, friendship is what you got into. Suicide. Oh, come on. Don't be stupid. All right? I'm not stupid. I'm just needy of his friendship. He doesn't understand that. Yeah, I know. But, uh, okay, it's easy for me to say it. But you've got to make the effort. Don't be needy. Be wanty. There's a big difference between needing and wanting. Nobody wants me. I felt so. No, it's not about them wanting you, my dear. It's about you wanting something. You wanting to be better. You wanting to feel better about yourself. You wanting this and you wanting that. And as far as people are concerned, don't need them. Want them. 
See, you can get to the need stage after you've built a, a, a you know a foundation in a in a relationship, whatever they, that relationship is. Sorry, I'm not. Uh, I didn't get you. I said needing somebody can be the next stage. Don't start needing somebody right off the bat. How old is this friendship, by the way? No, uh, no, it's gonna be more than one year. Okay, so it's relatively new, but you spent quality time with him. Yes. You're able to open up. You you like this. You like the freedom of expression when he's around. Yes, very much. Okay, so uh, you know what you can do. You uh, do you do you write at all? Uh, yeah, I do write. Just express, write, put it in paper, put it down because you have to get it out. See, the problem is if you stay with it inside, it can manifest in all of these what I call stupid thoughts. Every time you feel, every time you feel like you want to kill yourself, distract that thought. Go write. Make the effort, instead of going and picking up something that's going to kill you, go pick up a pen or a pencil or go into a computer and write. Write about why you want to kill yourself. Does that work? At least you won't kill yourself. Yeah, it'll work. I actually get attacks. I stop breathing and I start, I start palpitating. What's your physical fitness like? Do you go out and run? Are you physically active? Are you tired? No, I'm not. I'm diabetic. So what? That's all the more reason you should be. You got too many problems, my dear. You got to fix it one by one. You, you know, right now you're going to take on so much that you don't know which one to focus on and which one to fix and which one not to fix. Actually, my mental problem is taking the toll on everything. So how about uh, how about you start your physical exercise first? How about you go for a walk every day? You go, you know, and make that walk half a run, fully run. I'm telling you, you will not need medication at night to go to f to go to sleep. You will be so tired. No, I have been walking a lot. I, I do walk, but at night I start getting fits. I start palpitating. I start thinking, what if he never talks to me? I, I'll come. So, what do you do? Do you work? Are you a student? What? How? What keeps you busy? Uh, I used to work. I resigned. Why? Why don't you go back to work? Uh, because uh, the problem is, uh, like, I don't have a mother, so I come back to home every winter because my father is very old. So he, I need to take care of him. So well, you, you need to take care of you, my dear. Your dad's had a long life. I'm sure he can find people to take care of him, but you need to take you need to taken care of more than anyone else. Did you enjoy I working? I used to enjoy working. And why didn't why don't you enjoy it now? Because uh, the thought that my father will be all alone. Oh, please! Killing me inside. I know it's it's a soft daughter's heart, but you know, come on, you, you need you need to first take. Now it's time to take care of yourself. Because nobody else is doing it. You know, he's 72, so that's the reason I couldn't leave him. Yeah, 72 is a young man, you know, in these days. No, no, he's not. He's not. He's, he's just only, he's bony. He's just got 45 kgs. He's got 45 what? He's just only 45 kgs. He's very, uh, very lean. Well, good. At this age, that's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> <coughs> At this age, that's not bad. You know, People on the golf course would call my dad Huddy. That was his name, by the way, the, the caddies. Okay. <laughs> because that's how bony he was. My name is Anil. Yeah, stay in touch. I'm going to say goodnight in my way. That will conclude entertainment. Thank you very much for joining us. You're still here? Maybe do it again sometime. It's over. And this, ladies and gentlemen, concludes our show. Go home. And now, the show's over. The party's over! Will you leave immediately, please? I want to see motion, movement, bye-bye. Good night. Get the point. Good. Now get out!